Hi, this is Dr. Tracy Jones, and on today's Crisis Leadership Podcast, I want to share with you the three P's of personal resiliency and why this is so important resiliency for leaders and followers in organizations is that resiliency is what's going to get you through the crisis. So I'm going to share with you three markers that you can use to identify this wonderful trait within your organization so that you can right the ship and navigate out of these uncharted waters. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Hi, this is Dr. Tracy Jones, and on today's Crisis Leadership Podcast, I want to share with you the three P's of personal resiliency. And I have spent many decades in various organizations going through many different crises, and I have really looked and found there's three main markers that you can find in individuals at all levels, be they leaders or followers, no matter the crisis, that kind of point to how well they're going to be able to handle the crisis. And a lot of times we hear the phrase fight or flight, okay? And that is probably what you're experiencing right now. You got some people that are ready to show in and fight. You got some other people that are ready, already checked out. Um, But really, resiliency is about your adaptive capacity and how well you're going to be able to adjust to what we call the new normal. How are you going to be able to take this obstacle as an opportunity and reinvent yourself? All right. Well, there's a lot of unknowns out there, but there are three basic things that tend to go into individuals and build their intrinsic resiliency. And as I said earlier, resiliency is what you need to get out of the organization. Because no matter how much funding we get from the government, no how no matter how um, how many opportunities are out there, or how many we may rebrand, if you don't have individual workers and leaders with this intrinsic resiliency, you're just not going to be able to come out of the storm. Okay. So the first P that I want to share with you today is personality. And you may be like, Tracy, we don't have time for personality. The, the, the house is in flames. We need to all go in. Well, I got to tell you something. Personality is one of the biggest factors in any leadership uh, literature that you're going to have to deal with. And anybody that knows that has been in a position of responsibility knows that leadership is all about understanding and managing people and everybody has a personality. And in a crisis, what when we get squeezed, what's inside of us is what comes out. So in a crisis, you tend to see people's personalities really on display. They don't change so much, okay? but they just really get brought out. For instance, if somebody was really negative before the crisis, they're probably going to be hyper negative now. And if somebody was like, yeah, whatever, you know, we'll get through it. They're probably going to be like, you know what? We can manage this. We'll get through it. So what I want to share with you is you need to really watch for the people in your organization that have this heightened sense of resiliency. Now that doesn't mean there's not problems out there. We all know there's problems. Okay. Duh. We're in business. This is life. You know, whenever uh, somebody says life is hard. I'm like, compared to what? What's the alternative? Okay. So you want to get the people that look at life, they're very pragmatic about it. And they just say, you know what? This is tough, but we're going to get through this. My father used to say that these are the type of people that create atmosphere. And atmosphere just doesn't come out of thin air. Somebody has to create this atmosphere. And a lot of people will look to the leader and say, uh, oh, you need to create the atmosphere. But in a crisis, um, and we talked a little bit about the three hats that leaders wear in an earlier podcast, everybody 
is responsible. It can't just be the leader saying, breathing hope and resiliency into the organization. You need to find these followers. They need to create the atmosphere. And whenever somebody says, oh, my work stinks, or they post crappy stuff about it, I'm like, yeah, no wonder. You're in there, okay? There's a term that researchers use called emotional contagion. Did you know what's more uh, more contagious than the coronavirus? Emotions always have been, always will be. That's why stinking thinking can infect an organization and bring it down quicker than any pandemic out there, okay? So you wanna deal with people that no matter what, they're gonna look at the glass half full and not half empty. You know, I always hear the saying, we always chuckle about it. Some people brighten a room when they enter it, other people when they leave, all right? So if you've got people that have this kind of negative, uh, it's not gonna work, it's over, we're never gonna get through this, I'm scared. You need to bring the people that are more resilient and see a way out of it alongside them. Now, we're going to talk in a later podcast about personality profile called the Big Five. Love it. Came across it about three years ago in one of my doctoral courses. And we're going to unpack this negative personality and this resilient personality uh, more in depth. So I hope you tune in for that. So again, you want to make sure, first first of all, personality, okay? You can have all the good ideas in the world. If you don't have somebody that's that has this can-do attitude, forget about it. And I remember my dad telling me he would rather have uh, 100 people that really didn't really know what was going on but thought they really could chip in than one person that had all the answers that just wouldn't come along with it. So you want this intrinsic, resilient personality. Number two, past. We all have a past. We all have a professional past. We all have a personal past. And our past, although a lot of people are like, you got to leave your past behind. You don't want it to hold you back. But the bad things that happen to us, the failures that we make, they often make us more resilient, more humble, more compassionate, more empathetic, and stronger. You know, you've heard the saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's absolutely true. All right. So during my research, I was interviewing people that had been through the merger and some people, as I think I mentioned this before, would look at this and say, this is so scary. And other people were like, whatever, it's not that big of a deal. They were both going through the same event. How come some people looked at it one way and some people looked at it another way? Well, one of the things I found is that the people that had a past, they had been through some trauma or some failure or some life event earlier that made them more resilient. So I have a lot of people that I really look to as mentors and they say when they do hirings, they will ask the potential new hire, hey, tell me about a time where you were absolutely humbled. Tell me about the worst mistake you ever made and how you came out of it. Because when you build this intrinsic resiliency, then you know you're going to be able to fight another day. And the people that really get freaked out when things go wrong are typically the people that have never been through anything bad, okay? And my dad would always tell me that when we are born, we have an empty key ring on our side. And every experience we get in life, good, bad, or ugly, gives us another key. So the more experiences you have, the more doors you can open in life. Because you know what? You just don't know what you're gonna come across. But the more keys you have, the more likely you're gonna navigate through this. And that's why you see these really seasoned leaders going through this pandemic, they're like, yeah, We'll find a way out of it. And the people that haven't, they're just panic stricken. They can't even get their heads wrapped around what's going on. And that's not going get to get them out of the crisis. It's only going to make it worse. So I can remember when I was uh, in college, my father told me, hey, Tracy, 
if you can learn to cold call and make a sale, that's one of the hardest things you're ever going to do in life. And I thought, good, let's get the hard stuff out of the way now so I can have a lot more fun in my 20s, 30s, 40s and on. And so I sold books door to door with the Southwest Book Company. And you know what? He was absolutely right. And when the first Gulf War kicked off back in 89, I can remember the colonel coming to me. We would gotten the call and he said, Tracy, hey, we're going to go away for a long time. I'm not sure where. Are you in? And I'm like, you better believe I'm in. So when you volunteer to build your experience bag, I mean, I hadn't gone through five years of military school just to sit out when the call came to go and fight. Okay. So you want to build people to have these past experiences. So we've all been through this and you have the option to come through this pandemic way stronger than you were when you went into it. And this is really a wild, severe, uh, crisis. So you're going to get like huge experiences if you can navigate your way out of this. And I promise you, you can. All right, so that's the second P. The third P is perspective. It's always about perspective. You know, you've heard the glass half empty, the glass half full. And I like to use two acronyms. Are you an SOB or are you an OCB? An SOB in my book stands for self-oriented behaviors. That means when something bad happens, all you do is look out for yourself. You don't look at anybody else other than how this is going to affect you and your problems and your needs and your wants at this particular moment in time. And then we have the OCBs, which in leadership literature stands for organizational citizenship behaviors. And these people, when something bad happens, they tend to look at the big picture. How is this going to affect the organization? How can I help the organization still meet its mission and solve these problems? So one is looking within at yourself. The other one is looking at the bigger picture. And SOBs tend to have a very short-term, small, narrow-minded focus. It's very selfish, okay? And it's all about, uh, you know, you know, am I just going to get my paycheck? Am I going to get my stimulus check? You know, it's all about me, okay? As opposed to OCBs, they're thinking more long-term. Look, we're going to come out of this. It's not a matter of if, but when. How are we going to emerge stronger? Maybe I have to take a pay cut for a couple weeks or burn my vacation. My goodness, I've been through that a ton of times in industries that have gone through ebbs and flow, um, slumps, and then uh, gangbusters, okay? But they tend to look at this and say, I know this stinks now. I mean, we'd be idiots to say this doesn't stink, but we're going to get through this and this this is just a short-term pain for the long-term game, okay? So I hope that these three things have helped you understand the three main markers to look for in people. It's really not about capability. It's about this intrinsic intentionality. Number one, do they have that personality that they have this intrinsic resiliency that they're going to sit there and say, you know what, boss? I know this is tough, but I'm with you. We're going to get through this. Personality traits. Number two, their past experiences. If people have been through stuff like this before, rely on them, pull on them. Because as leaders, we can't go around and comfort or pick up all the pieces. We're going to need these really strong fo seasoned followers to come on up and co-lead with them. The, you already see in your organizations the people that are stepping up saying, stop it. We're going to get through this. You need to pull them even closer and give them even more responsibility because it is emotionally draining, especially for the leader. And number three, look for somebody that has the big picture perspective that can look beyond just the, the latest news feed or or, or uh, did you see this? Did you see that? Stop. Look at the big picture. We're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. It's almost like riding out the stock market. I know it's crashing. Don't you crash with it. Okay. Stay the course, let it alone and ride this one out. And so those are the three things that you need to look for, the three P's of personal resiliency. So 
I hope you got some great, uh, great thoughts today that you can share with your team, maybe discuss. And it, wherever you listen to podcasts, if you would be so kind as to leave us a five-star review, we would be so honored. That's the greatest way that you can um, uh, contribute to us. And also, please be sure and check us out on TremendousLeadership.com. And we look forward to seeing you there, interacting more. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.